if we ever have another levels conversation or closer to the mic conversation, I'm jumping at the fucking window. Promise. to air out my shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Hi Preston, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine, whore. How are you? Good. Um, what did you do today? I went to Kensington Market for their their last day of pedestrian sidewalk Sundays. There's bands like every block or or not even about every 30 feet or so. Oh. And all kinds of stuff, and wandering uh, samba troops and so stuff. It's kind of neat. Did you have fun? I had fun. Did you meet people? I didn't meet people, but I watched people. Did you like what you saw? <laughs> I liked what I saw. Good. Actually, the girl who was leading the uh, the I want to call him. You were around by the, the leash. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the girl who was leading the the wandering samba percussion troupe, Aww. whose name uh, eludes me, was uh, kind of cute. So I watched them for a while. It wasn't nearly as fun as what was going on no, in my no. head. Kensington but, Market smells a lot like fish to me all the time. That would be the fish markets. That's the market part of Kensington Market. But that's what I'm talking about. The whole place smells like fish. So what did you do? What did I do today? Um, today, 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 I had, ooh, I had eggs benedict for breakfast. <sighs> was it orgasmic? This was fucking great. Mmm. Mmm. It was really good. <laughs> eggs benedict will never be the same for me again. I can't even order it with a straight face now. I start giggling. I feel like I'm, you know, in one of those booths where you put the quarter in and the screen slides up. <laughs> and I start going, ooh, can they see me? I can see them. You know what I mean? With the hollandaise dripping. <sighs> and the jam and the fork and the... Mmm, yummy. It's just from my eyes reading um, at pointsincase.com. They have uh, college quotes. One of them was uh, a guy thinking about the hollandaise, the dripping hollandaise sauce and food. One of the quotes was, uh, oh, I just watched a porn where a guy blew his load on the girl's chest. I, I'm not going to be able to eat toaster strudel again. <laughs> Why the fuck not? <laughs> well, I don't know. You'd well, if anything, that should make toaster strudel more appealing. Yeah. And it should get guys just way so. more creative with where they... Uh, of what patterns they yes live. yeah i think i think that's an area where people are very uninventive that's something you know forget forget the pissing forget the like where are you aiming for how about something you know dazzle her with your magical pattern making you know write her name that's romantic draw something Don't a horse just, yeah, well, something. If you can draw a picture of this horse, you can go to art school. Or you may already be an artist. <laughs> Isn't it usually a turtle? Uh, it depends, I think. It's like a turtle head, I think. Anyway, I think that would be very romantic. Look, I wrote your name on your chest. <laughs> Look, it's our initials in a heart. 
It to- yeah. So cool. It could, it Mom. Could, it could, oh, no. See, that would be bad. Mom would be bad. A heart would be nice, but mom would be a bad idea. You don't want to squirt mom on anybody's <laughs> anything. doesn't even matter what you're aiming for then. Hmm. Wow, that's an untapped area for me. You know, I'm, I'm a master with the icing for the uh, Pillsbury turnovers. And maybe, maybe the idea is just, you know, a guided hand. Yeah. You could have you could have this whole new thing of spooge art. Spooge art. If it hasn't been done. I like it. I wonder if oh god, this is so wrong. You know how, you know, grease stains and stuff have resembled Jesus and Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if a gum stain has ever resembled a religious figure. <laughs> and if anyone's ever reported that sighting. <laughs> I mean, it's more likely with Elvis, you know, my, my cum shot, my, my, my wet spot looked like Elvis, but it would be really bad if it's like uh, contacting the Catholic Church and saying, um, my wet spot looks like Jesus. My jizz looks like Mother Teresa. (laughs) Can you imagine? Would there be like pilgrims outside your house? Yeah. Waiting to see the wet spot. <laughs> bless, <laughs> oh, bless, bless me with your holy semen. This is so sacrilegious. <laughs> I can't even do this. Can you imagine, though? <laughs> Come on. The whole world flocking to there's see a, your cum stain on your sheets because it looks <laughs> like the Virgin Mary. There's some frat boy going out every day to, to spray the crowd. Just to prepare them for the sighting. I- no, just uh, you know, if it was if it was blessed enough to look like Mother Teresa, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, maybe there's something to it. Hey, hey, holy water! God, that's so bad. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. Although I do, I do. I'm not a Catholic, but I do always dab a little bit on my forehead before entering the room. <laughs> Before I kneel. <laughs> We're not talking holy water, are we? Hell no! <laughs> I believe that's what we call pre-cum. Oh, boy. <laughs> A lightning bolt should come out of the sky and strike me down, but it hasn't. So, and that makes me even more suspicious. So what's the topic for today? Cum shots? <laughs> Apparently. And I, not, I hadn't planned for it. Otherwise, I would have come, <laughs> I would have come prepared. <laughs> Jesus. I've got it. It's if you yell Jesus during, then you have a chance of <laughs> the wet spot looking like a religious figure. Jesus. Oh, God. Mother Teresa. (laughs) No, you never yell Mother Teresa during sex. Do you? Oh, God, please tell me you don't. (laughs) I'm still getting over the Darla thing. (laughs) Mother Teresa. Holy Mary, Mother of God. (laughs) That looks like Elvis. (laughs) I am actually going to go home and... 
check out some old sheets. <laughs> just, just for the hell of it. Well. <clears throat> Shall we? All right. We- I'm, I'm excited because Philip Elliot. Oh, who? Insisted on being Philip in our last episode, but now wants to be called Phil with two L's. Oh, no, no. That's... Oh, that's you? Oh, no. He did write that. Okay. I was looking at the title. No, I felt guilty because we called him Phil last time accidentally, and it said Philip. Yes. Well, it did say Philip in the email. Now he wants to be Phil. Phil. Philip. Phil. (laughs) Phil Elliot. But but then why would ET go home? <laughs> oh God, that was so so wrong and so obscure all at the same time. Never mind. You say Phil a lot, don't you? Phil. 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 Now. Phil. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Red, the sequel to Yellow. Bye, Phil. (laughs) Elliot. Phil sent in uh, the story Yellow uh, that was on one of our other episodes, and he was kind enough. It was on Monkey Spank Inferno. Oh, that's right, Monkey Spank Inferno. Woohoo! He was part of our monkey extravaganza and the whole monkey thing. And now he sent in a sequel called Yellow. No. The no, pre- sorry. <laughs> that was called the Yellow. The predecessor was called Yellow. This is called Red. I always love to keep pets, from monkeys to goldfish. Unfortunately, they have always had unfortunate endings, usually from my hand. This all changed when I met Maurice. He was the most beautiful creature on the planet. Some days I would wake up and just feel so happy that he was by my side. However, my girlfriend didn't approve of us sharing a bed, so I dumped the bitch for him. Oh, I wonder what kind of pet Maurice is. Would you like to continue reading? Okay, but just this once. We were soulmates, and you could never separate us. That was until the fateful day. When I came home early from work to find him in my bed with my ex. They'd been fucking behind my back. He hasn't said what pet he was. Well, I'm picturing all kinds of things. (laughs) But I'm also picturing them fucking behind his back, literally. (laughs) I went into a furious rampage, almost like the Incredible Hulk. I couldn't remember what happened, but when I woke up, there was blood on the walls and all over me, the dead, gutted body of my ex-girlfriend lying on the floor. I looked down on my hand to see that in a struggle, she had bitten one of my fingers off. It was now lying on the floor. I stood up and was about to leave the room when I saw a pool of blood coming from the cupboard. I opened it to find the dead body of a panda hanging on my clothes rail. I had a shower, bandaged my hand, and went to work. Okay. 
So Maurice the panda was fucking his girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend. Behind his back. Behind his back. Um, wow. Well, you know, what can you do? I'm a little concerned about Phil Elliott's um, hostility toward animals. Yeah. And his ex-girlfriend, but she's secondary. I know I'm not alone in this. Are you more um, freaked out by animal injuries and deaths in movies than human? I I believe this is common, but I don't think people admit it. Um, You can see five humans slaughtered in a movie, and then somebody kicks a dog, and your stomach will drop. And when you see the big battle scenes, when a horse is hit, oh yeah, you, all, fe- you feel it more. It's almost—it's always more shameful. Yeah. I, actually, I was watching the Thirteenth Warrior, which is by no means a stellar movie. Mm. Uh, they get attacked by cavalry and lift up the pikes to spear the horses I as they know. come in, which of course they, you know, had to do, and it's. Um, and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're killing the horses. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay killing the <laughs> killing the guys draped in the exactly. bear skins. That's okay, but they know killing wh- the horses. They know why they're there. Exactly. I think that's what it is. Violence. <clears throat> Way more. And that's what I was going to say before. Dan McClint Eastwood movies telling the story of how he, he walked in on his wife and his best friend in bed, so he killed his wife. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't kill his friend because he was his, his friend. best best friend. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I, I kind of expected that from from Phil Elliott, where he just killed his his yeah. girlfriend and not the panda. <laughs> <laughs> well, an unusual pet to have. I just I know that if Betty White ever gets a hold of this young man, oh, he's in for an ass whooping. Yep, and you don't want to piss her off. Never piss off Betty White. Trust me. She'll she'll hunt you down to the ends of the earth. That's a scary, scary fate. Oh, my God. She's a lovely woman. Suzanne. Suzanne Nivens. Yeah. I thought that you were going to ask if if I'd ever uh, made a panda on the bed before. Actually, that would be... Or on the sheet or underwear or whatever. Panda would be an easy impression to leave. Well, easier than... Elvis? Da Vinci's... Man or whatever. True. Although I'm going to work on that tonight. Me too. I'm going to work on Elvis. You work on pandas. <laughs> we'll compare notes tomorrow. Maybe the World Wildlife Fund could use you as their new logo. <laughs> Hello. What's going on? Hey, angry phone guy. How are you? I've been better. Oh, oh, say it ain't so. He's your little prick. I'll mop you up. Little bastard, you don't have the right to be on the radio. We're not on the radio. No, we're on the internet, and everyone has the right to be on that. Even you, you smarmy bastard. I suppose I'm getting to be a radio star, too, so... You're famous. You are not say anything. You're our favorite top-rated caller. That's a lie. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to get... Yeah, because she talked about vegetables and... I'm just trying to get into your pants. Anal blue cheese bleaching. I thought, I thought you were going to say anal blue cheese. Ew. That, that's my least favorite kind of blue cheese. It's disgusting. 
Before you get angry, I have I have something I need to ask you. Yeah, what what do you want? Well, hey, don't. I mean, how can I help you? That's better. We just read a pet death story, and it made me think of you. Who died? What happened? You remember that bad date you had? Which one? Just <laughs> asking me if I watched porn? No, no, a pet death. That one, I was in the freaking window, and I'm with this date, and it's just a pain in the ass to begin with. Holy crap. Fuck me. And, and you know, I'm sit- sitting there in the restaurant chatting with her, and everything's going just fine, right? Yeah. And this guy walks by, a short guy with a beard, and I go, what? Crap, look at that guy, spitting image of Ron Jeremy. She goes, Ron who? I go, Ron Jeremy, you know, the, the porn guy. Everybody knows Ron Jeremy. She goes, no, I don't know him. I said, Ron Jeremy, the porn. She goes, so, she goes, so you watch a lot of porn? And the whole freaking thing went downhill from there. It was <laughs> okay. a nightmare. I'm you... walking her home, right? She lives like a block away from me. <laughs> we get to the lights and, uh... So I walk you know, I'm fine. Um, I'm okay, really. Um, I'll just be fine from here on in. Just a fucking shit date. How can you go your entire adult life without coming across the hedgehog? I don't know. She Either... Fucking shut in, doesn't know who I, that is. I have never seen... Crap. And, and I, I download porn, and I've never seen Ron Jeremy in a porn. But I know who he is. Christ, the guy's in movies all the time. He's a movie star now. Outside of, of the porn engine. So. Angry phone guy and I saw him on the porn boat. On the porn boat at, yep. the, at the flesh convention? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember? That's when you were, uh, what was your name? <laughs> Some more. Yeah, we can't, <laughs> we can't use that. That was kind of funny. Um, well, you came up with it. No, I was Sammy actually... was there that day. I was talking about your um, bad date that involved a pet death. Oh, yeah, yeah, the parakeet. Freaking broad. She lived in this big house by herself. She was kind of cute. Um, so she had two freaking killer Rottweilers roaming around the house, and she had a parakeet that she found. So me and this broad go out for a coffee, and we come back, and the, holy crap, the freaking dogs had gotten into the parakeet cage, and they ripped the parakeet to shreds. <laughs> I had to bear, shut up, Buttons! It's a sensitive moment, I know, it's so not funny. Bastard. It's so not funny. Yeah, so fuck, I had to bury the parakeet. And those freaking birds, it's not like it's a hummingbird. Weird. I mean, the thing weighs, like, I don't know, 40 pounds. It's, a, it's like a fucking pterodactyl. They got these big claw feet and a fucking big beak head. Holy shit. And I had to, like, dig a hole and bury the bird. And, and you had just met this girl. That's did you, what happened. Did you ever see her again? No. Did the night evolve into anything remotely sexual? I'm not getting into that. Or crying out loud. Well, I I was kind of hoping just, that she was a nice girl. She was. She was. Nice she was a nice girl. I was just trying to figure out if you but ever. The parakeet thing. She had all these animals, man. She had animals everywhere. But unfortunately, we went for a coffee, came back, and it was like fuck. It was like death house. It was just. It was like dead bird everywhere. The freaking huge. I mean, these birds are big, man. And this cage was friggin' massive. And the cage was open, but it was, like, across the room. The dogs looked really guilty. They looked like the fucking devil dogs from movies. And they had parakeet all over them. And the freaking parakeet was freaking pizza all over the damn place. That's a sad first date. I'm surprised there was anything left to bury. Yeah, I had to go bury the parakeet. Yeah, but how much of the body was left? Parakeets are big big birds. Yeah, I just figured they would have eaten it. Or they just kill it out of spiders. Rottweilers just kill stuff because it's fuzzy and it's moving. (laughs) 
which is kind of fucking scary because I could have become a eunuch that night, actually. I had something fuzzy and move. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anything can happen, all right? I thought you were... Watch yourself. I thought you were waxing that thing now. Oh, shut up. What? You're trying to get me angry. No, I'm not trying to get you angry. You told me you were going to consider... Shut up! I never said anything. Oh, was that a private conversation? No, I'd never do that. Let me tell you something. I was awful freaking pissed off the other day. Why? Well, I got a plan, you know? Here's the thing. You know what I'm going to do? I keep running into people who have run into celebrities. I'm going to get rich and famous, or maybe just fucking famous. I'm going to try and get to be a famous guy. Then I'm going to join a bunch of fucking country clubs in New York and the Hamptons and fucking Hollywood. And then, step three, I'm going to kill everybody. How about you get laid a lot first? Everybody who's been rude to a waitress or a fucking hotel clerk or a limo driver, they know who they are. I keep I keep running into people who have run into celebrities and just have the worst freaking stories about what a bunch of freaking assholes they are. I think that's generalizing. Uh, here's one, Madonna. Okay. I ran into a few people last week who had the fucking misfortune of, of being the waitress or the hotel front desk clerk for this fucking bitch. Just the same thing. She's a fucking, you know, unmistakable uber bitch. Now, here's the deal, all right? She can't really sing. She's got stupid, fucking inane, immemorable lyrics. Uh, you know, she's not really good looking. Actually, a name's not the right word. Just stupid fucking lyrics, okay? For 12-year-old girls or whatever. Um, whatever phase she's going through. She's a hairy little broad from New Jersey. Okay? She's That's really from what she Detroit. Did. This guy, Guy Ritchie, he marries her. I got one question. Why? You got some dough. You're famous. You're making movies. Hey, asshole. She's a charmless, aging, not very good looking fucking bitch. She doesn't have any real talent, and she's a pain in the ass. I have to argue with you here. Oh, shut up. Yeah, but she's famous, mate. So's Lucille Ball, you fucking idiot. I'm not going to marry her. Yeah, mate, but she's a good marketer. So's the fucking product director for Wrigley Spearmint Gum. You're going to marry him? You know? The fucking, what about the, the fucking marketing guy for Heinz Ketchup? Is he turning you on, you fucking moron? You want to marry him? Seems like Biff Kowalski works in New York. Maybe he just wanted to end his movie career. What the fuck are you thinking? Next time you're lying, hey, Guy Ritchie. Maybe they fell in love. Next to that fucking bitch, aging 47-year-old collarbone, who just yelled at the freaking, you know, the the waiter, the wait, I don't know, the wait staff somewhere. Think of all the sweet, feminine, charming, nice little cocktail waitresses you could be banging and living it up with on your yacht. And you know what? You'll start to cry. All these freaking morons, they, they do the same thing. They marry these fucking pigs, and they divorce them, and they jump on the maid. Well, maybe he's already doing that. Let fucking Madonna rot in her own bitchy, miserable fucking stew. Oh, I'm so... Jesus, what a I'm pain so, that, what so not on board with Who the fuck would want Madonna? I would fuck Madonna. No, no, you know what? It would be okay if she was sweet, but she's not. How do you know that? The fucking idiot. Now we gotta watch it's, whatever, what's the next phase she's into. Hearsay. Whatever fucking religion she's discovered at fucking 50. Oh, fuck off. She's watch not Madonna 50. self-actualize. What a stupid bitch. Sorry <laughs> Burger stand. Thank you. Holy right? shit. Am I making any sense? 
You're making uh, you're making me mad. The, the, I don't word, care. the word whore disagrees with you. On that note, I'm going to go stand by my window and see if there's anybody out there who's experienced social injustice. And I'm going to go to my neighborhood bar and see if I can meet anybody else who knows somebody who knows a freaking relative who has a cousin who worked for fucking Stallone or one of these other assholes. I'll be ready for you next time. I'm not angry anymore. I've expulsed and vomited out all my anger. Yeah, thanks. I'll be angry again. Wherever there's fucking people who have been mistreated by people and people who are angry at other people who have been bad people, did things that they shouldn't have said stuff, and been mean to people, that's when you'll see me like a fucking crusader, like a hero coming to the rescue. That was scary. He always frightens me. He frightens a lot of people. He's a, he's actually a very nice person, but you would never, ever be able to tell that from uh, his rants. Anyway, uh, yeah, Madonna's going to sue our asses. Betty White's going to hunt us down and kill us. Um, pretty much, we're screwed. Don't forget the lightning bolt. Yeah, we're We're fucked. Quite frankly, we're fucked. So while we're still here, um, vote w- vote for us. <laughs> vote, subscribe on iTunes. It's our last dying wish. Yes, please vote for us on Podcast Alley. Subscribe to us on iTunes before we uh, go to that <laughs> expire, wrathful, raging, fiery hell pit. This is how we're going to be remembered. Spooge on blankets. This is our last, uh, (laughs) our our legacy. (laughs) This is what we've left behind. Yes. This is all we had to show for it. My, my, my mother will be proud. That and our big fat bar tabs all over the city. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com.